Previously on Unethical Podcast. Randy Stare. <laughs> he uh, uploaded his first YouTube video in 2006. Got any grapes? Hugh Jazz. Because the butts are like big butts. Um, and then the frog was like equally profane, but the whale was a sexual predator. Okay, so is this YouTube channel still up? Because the guy's got my attention now. This is now now this is original. Randy learned that a friend of his brother's and a former classmate had died in a car accident. Yeah, I mean, if I've got to choose, I'm I'm definitely gonna choose having a friend die over my basement flooding. Uh, Randy discovered the Nickelodeon show Danny Phantom. <sighs> like many of us, had the biggest boner for this underage ghost pop star. And he developed an obsession with the song, Remember. If they got every guy in LA to jerk off into a hot tub, would it fill the hot tub? So it would take 27,000. He believed that he was a female soul trapped in a man's body. Are we at rape already? Oh, I guess we are at rape already. I've been waiting. In 2014, things took a very dark and disturbing turn in the final six episodes of his Pioneer Productions channel. He called these episodes the finale or EGS, the prologue. Sometimes I jerk off on my own feet. I don't like any of this. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. In the first video, called Amnesia Rape, Randy is knocked unconscious and forgets that his toys are alive and he can speak to them. And then the frog ties Randy to a chair and then the whale rapes Randy while the frog records it on the video. And then partway through the rape, Randy regains his memory and gets all pissed off about it. And that was also, fun fact, that was originally the plot for Toy Story 4. And it was just Andy instead of Randy. Yeah, it was Andy instead of Randy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Uh, okay. Okay, this guy's bringing coming back around for me. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> you brought that around. <laughs> so that video got 9,000 views. And uh, mostly yeah. good comments. Running gangbusters. The second video... Randy is monologuing about there being no high-quality audio version of his favorite song, Remember, over black-and-white scenes of him, like, staring off dramatically. Like, you know the, like, Save an Animal commercials? Sarah McLachlan singing. I will remember (laughs) you in a star-cold hotel room. Got such a lovely singing voice, Kent. the wreckage. Yeah, like that. I'm getting goosebumps. Ew. <laughs> From Kent singing, Tally. Stop being gross. Okay. Not because of the whale rape. Not the sperm whale, huh? So he makes a YouTube video of a whale raping him while the frog videotapes it. Can you imagine just being a fly on the wall? <laughs> you don't have to imagine being a fly on the wall. The video is still up. <laughs> so really, Randy recorded all of it. 
How do I search for this without ending up on a list? Somewhere. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Actually, you're probably already on a list with brutal and shit. Oh, like, for sure. Honest. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of list. You're on that list. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, he's monologuing. The monologue ends. He's tying a rope around his neck to hang himself. But then suddenly in the distance, he hears the high quality version oh. of the song. Of remember, remember, whatever the song is. And he finds out that uh that the pimp frog found it. And so the pimp frog throws the laptop with the song on it into the lake. <gasps> and it's raining and it's dramatic and it's upsetting. And then Randy trips onto a butcher knife and he gets stabbed. Oh. <laughs> and then he wakes up. This is like a lot. All a dream. A it was all a dream. And on his computer no. is the high quality <gasps> audio version of the song. Oh my God. Oh my God. And that video actually got 19,000 views. <laughs> what a revelation. I fucking hate this guy. I hate him so much, actually. <laughs> oh God. And, and you know what? Like, he put a lot of effort into this shit and like obviously getting enough hits where he had people watching it. So it's like, can't we make it realistic? We can't make it realistic. He falls on a butcher knife, not like a rock. Okay. Well, let's point 19,000 views. Uh, can we currently have less than 19,000 listens? Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm talking about for a successful YouTube channel, for whatever reason, I don't know why views and listens are completely different. Uh, a successful podcast. Um, the the expectations for what is considered successful is way lower than what a YouTube channel view count is. So when you say nineteen thousand views, that's like, I mean, that's not. You can post a picture of your dog taking a shit or a video of your dog shitting and probably get nineteen thousand views on YouTube if you share it on Facebook enough. This guy's just putting forth a lot of effort. The juice isn't worth the. That's all I'm saying. The juice is the juice isn't worth the squeeze. What he's doing here. Um, this was quite a like quite a while ago too though yeah um, like you you to be a paid partner on youtube now is like you need a fuck ton of listens and subscribers and shit yeah back then back then he could probably live on the income he made from youtube alone with nineteen thousand views he could in 2013 this was 2014 around there 2014 there was no youtube stars it was just fucking the wild west there was no like yeah uh miranda sings there's none, none of that shit that there is now okay it's i have a video on youtube now. that i filmed that has like 300 300 000 something views is that because of the podcast or did it have that before it had that before okay uh cool like i feel like consistency is part of it too right you have to have so many views per video per like you have to have a fucking so video a day by the time it was like. done the, the amount of money i made off that video ended up being like it, it was like 300 something dollars I think yeah. total if you added up all the checks that I got from YouTube for it. But so what it was, I can't find it right now. I'll have to, I'll have to send it to you. Yep. There it is. 484,000 views. 494,000 views. And you got 300 bucks. Yeah. But what was the video of? It was just one of those like cheesy, uh, su surprising mom home from deployment, you know, like, uh, oh, it was, it was on, Aww. it was on Christmas. She, Aww. she didn't know. So, those are the only videos that make me cry. A, a lot of shit makes me cry, honestly. I'm learning. Really? You kind of seem like an ass queen to me, so that's surprising. 
when you live alone you're not like accountable <laughs> to anybody else like making fun of you oh you know what makes me cry like nobody's fucking business when someone pushes the golden buzzer on america's got talent or britain's got talent or whatever my problem with those shows is they're always like for whatever reason the person seeing it always has like the worst story like where do you find these oh people? my like, god i know i was paralyzed in 2017 and the doctor said i would never walk again and then i walked again and then my mom died and then i was gang raped in an alley behind a shoney's yeah they did canada's top comic in 2010 or something and i was living in toronto at the time and everybody was going out to go audition for this right so you'd stand in line for fucking ever to go audition and i went out there for a bit i'm like i'm not doing it this is too long this is impossible they already had the people with agents and shit go in and they auditioned in front of these producers first. So then they were like, just looking for like the people to make fun of kind of thing. Yeah. So I left, but the producers had come down, got all our phone numbers and stuff like that. We'll call you or whatever. I just fucked up. They called me up. I'm not joking. They called me and said, Hey, Richard, you still going to come down and audition for uh, the Canada's next top comic. I'm like, I don't think so, man. I, I think you guys got who you want. Like, Are you sure? Come on down. You know what you should do though? When you come down, dress like a cowboy. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, 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 get in a cowboy outfit oh. and come down and then do your set dressed like a cowboy. I'm like, I'm not doing my set dress. They're Hollywooding. They were you. trying to you care make you a character. I could make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're trying. I was they thought I would be like, yeah, man, I'm gonna dress up like a fucking carrot. I'm gonna go there and dress up like the carrot man and go say hi to you. Like, no, no. you would have been like Jenny Jones guy. But then oh, Jenny Jones. You know how where she invited that guy saying that it that it was a woman who had a crush on him, but it was really just to embarrass him because it was a man. No. That's kind of fucked up. Being a dick, yeah. So when I watched the, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. When I watch this thing, I see a bunch of my contemporaries dressed up like fucking weird shit. Like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Why are we, why did you do that? They all went on and did it. I'll show you fucking clips. You, you should have dressed up like the naked cowboy, like the, new, the guy in New York. <laughs> Full chest hair ripping, like, no showers uh, you didn't specify what type of cowboy <laughs> she just walked out and started saying racial slurs just... <laughs> the racist cow- i'm the i'm the sheriff from from that mel brooks movie that's who i am it's blazing cattle that's the cowboy i am <laughs> showed up as a heath ledger yeah just... cowboy he's one of ours well he was one of ours r.i.p so that's what makes her cry. You know what always makes me cry? My girl. Oh, where's his no. glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Just get away from the bees. He's stung in the face. Where are his glasses? You're allergic to the bees. Why are you there? Dan Eckroyd, you're the worst parent ever. Yeah. <laughs> Green Mile. Oh, yeah. Green Mile. That was rough. <gasps> I'm guessing it was a scene when they, when they uh, execute Delacroix. The guy that had no jingles, right? So in reality, that guy also died not long after that. The actor that played Delacroix. Oh, I loved him. Yeah. He was amazing. But that, oh, that, oh my God, I've never wanted to kill a character so bad. That fucking Percy. And Percy. Yeah. God damn Can we it. all just take a drink for Sam. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Yep. Sam Rockwell. How great oh, he yeah, is. I love Sam Rockwell. Isn't Michael Clark Duncan also dead now? Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying, yeah. No, I'm talking about Delacroix. That's what I thought you were talking about, because John Coffey. I'm talking about the white guy that had the mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, he I died too. Oh, I didn't know that. He died of HIV. I don't know if you guys watch Breaking Bad, but the only thing that can make me cry <laughs> in like 
television is when uh, Walt sees his daughter for the last time and then his son. Hank, when Hank goes, the smartest guy I know, but you don't know that he made up his mind 10 minutes ago. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, sayonara, Hank. Shouldn't have been out here, brah. Upsetting. Jesse's a snitch. Anyway, okay, so um, the third video in the finale series was released about four months after the finding the audio one. Um, The video opens with Randy storming in from his car, throwing his shit around and ignoring a greeting from Pimfrog. So he sits at the computer. He's staring at the screen. Pimfrog asks him if he's okay. And then the frog goes, just to give you like a little taste of the humor in these videos, the frog says, hey, ass fucker. So uh, Randy screams at him about being fired from his job because of the whale rape video. There's a lot to dissect. He got fired because the whale raped him. Isn't that victim blaming? No, he got fired because the video was out. I I don't know. Okay. Can I, for this one, let me just finish the whole thing and then we'll talk about it. Because I really want to connect the dots. Shut up, everyone. Okay. (laughs) So Pimfrog insists that he did not upload the video. And then Randy realizes Rape Whale uploaded it. So Randy is screaming about losing his virginity to a whale. And then he goes looking for the Rape Whale. Pimfrog tries to stop him. And so Randy duct tapes him to a table. Randy finds Rape Whale. And he is, of course, watching whale porn. He pins him down. He holds a Swiss army knife to his throat. And then rape whales trying to calm him down and he's saying i didn't do it i didn't upload it i didn't upload it man um and then he starts saying it was pimp frog's idea and then uh anyway he objectifies randy again he says your crotch is hot i think is what he says and so then randy graphically stabs him to death and cuts him open Mm -hmm. from head to tail while the rape whale gurgles and sputters and the pimp frog is upstairs screaming to stop and then the whale's dead. Randy goes upstairs to find Pimfrog taped to the table. Okay. He brings Pimfrog downstairs, makes him look at Rape Whale's corpse, and then screams at him some more. And Pimfrog is like, why are you doing this? And Randy goes, because she told me to. Cut to a shot to the doorway. 2D Ember slides into frame. And I'm literally like, like this. Like, like a shooting gallery? Like a shooting gallery, yes. like don't <laughs> this two okay. D still of, and it's not even yeah. like from the show. It's like his drawing, so it's shitty, and it's just like oh. looks like a Napoleon Dynamite drawing, no. <laughs> some Liger version. <laughs> so he says, he says, he says because she told me to, um, and then Randy starts graphically stabbing the toy frog to death while the toy frog is screaming, and there's so much fake blood and carnage. And it's insanely gory. And at one point, he like pushes the Swiss, like he's holding the frog. Okay. He's pushing the Swiss army knife up through this frog's chin. And then once the knife penetrates through the top of the head, he like edited in a scene of the head fucking exploding. <laughs> so uh, the screaming stops after this. It's like, ah, wait, 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 boom, silence. Okay. Ember slides out of the doorway <laughs> through. The death rattle. Pimp Frog says there's a CD underneath Randy's bed that he needs to go watch. Of course, the CD is Pimp Frog and Rape Whale thanking him for being such a great friend and taking such great care of them. 
you're my hero they say to that what they say to him and randy breaks down sobbing he's screaming i don't want to live anymore i'm so alone and then off screen there's this no you're not and then cut to the shitty animation the shitty drawing of ember and she's floating she's a ghost right she's no you're not like floating and okay so she tells him that he did what he had to do and then it goes dark and then there's a slideshow of all of the happy rape whale pimp frog randy moments over his youtube career I will <laughs> literally that is what it was and overall this is the most shocking part of this whole thing overall people were not terrified by this people thought it was pretty good fun fun fact too netflix bought the rats and they're actually gonna make a yeah a movie. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, most predictable plot ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These twists and turns let me right to here. This shit sounds like Andy there's, Milanakis. There's one more thing. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. I do there's miss more. that Hold show. On. Hold on. While more. he was filming this video, he got so enthusiastic murdering these toys that he broke his finger so badly he needed surgery. Oh that sounds God. violent. Literally, after that video, anytime you saw his hand, his finger was like this. He couldn't straighten it anymore, even after surgery. Didn't like him anymore. Now I don't. I don't like him anymore yet. So I don't good. even know what to say. About that. <laughs> cool. You, you... I kind of relate to this guy because we both lost our virginity to a whale. <laughs> 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 he got his at a toy store. I got mine at Plenty of Fish. <laughs> just picturing the slideshow of like the pictures of them you know on holiday you know like niagara falls in the background and, the Mount and <laughs> got his arms around them and he's you know they're smiling at the camera put that entire crew in a barrel i just wonder why huge ass didn't come in and save the day yeah where's huge ass <laughs> show him serial killing isn't right huge ass was a serial killer I would be interested in seeing a, a psychiatrist on a serious note, like break this down, break all this down. Like what is knowing what he does later, you know, what is, what is going on here? Art. <laughs> I guess. Art is subjective. I guess so. I guess as long as you can keep yourself separated from your creepy weird art, then we're good to go, I guess. Right. Believe it or not, Randy was actually quite the artist. He was incredibly creative. We'll get into that. Yeah. Okay, so while Randy was healing, he started planning a series focusing on his obsession, which is, of course, Ember. So the fourth video in the six-episode finale was Randy, once again, monologuing. He was talking about invisible dark forces over shots of his backyard. And then Randy is looking for the corpses of the toys while floating to the Ember tells him that she threw them away basically to stop being a little bitch. And then Randy goes for a drive. Ember's floating around in the backseat. He's lamenting about murdering his friends. Ember's telling him he did the right thing. His ability to talk to toys was a curse and that he can break the curse if he murders all of the inanimate objects he has ever had a conversation with. And so Randy ponders the curse and he instead was like, how about if I just like kill myself instead? Is that cool? Cut tea, he goes back home, he's in bed, he gets a phone call. On the other end, there's like a spooky childlike voice. She says her name is Jenny. She's looking for her friend, someone to hold her. 
She asks him to play hide and seek, challenges him to find her, and the dumb fuck gets up and goes looking. He's looking around. He checks the security cameras in his house. Okay. And then in one of the shots, wouldn't you know it, there is Pimp Frog. <gasps> Rat bastard. Called it. Uh, I knew all it. right. So he's like, Amber, it's fucking Pimp Frog. Come look at this shit. Looks away, looks back. Pimp Frog's gone. Of course he is. Turns around. There's Pimp Frog. That's so Pimp Frog. Classic Pimp Frog. Oh, Pimp Frog. Okay, he turns around. There he is. He's floating. He's got green lightning coming out of his sides. He's floating in the air, just like Ember. Up and down, up and down. I don't know why everyone assumes ghosts move like this. Why would they? I feel like this description is like paper taped to popsicle sticks. Like, and then coming into the corner of the screen. Yeah. Just like, doo, 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 here's my little puppet. And then chucks it backwards, picks up the next one. On we go. It is sort of like that, but like better edited. It would make a great <laughs> puppet show. Just a fantastic puppet show. <laughs> would it? Go on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it would. It would. <laughs> would okay, it? I'd see that. I'd pay money. If somebody wants to make a puppet show, I will watch it. Okay, so the ghost frog, he's floating around the house. He's chasing him throughout the house, okay? He runs into like his garage. Wouldn't you know it? There's ghost rape whale. Also floating with like green lightning. Uh, and then the two corner him, okay? They go to kill him for revenge. And then floating to the ember, just like fucking blasts like Super Saiyan power out of her fucking hands, knocks him out of the sky, mm-hmm. okay? Um, Randy asks her, I feel like somebody's describing an acid trip. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this is like an acid trip. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, so Randy asks Ember, can I bring them back to life? So they've come back as ghosts. They've tried to kill him. And he's like, I just want them to be alive again. And so she's like, if you revive the first toy that you ever talked to that died, you can bring them back to life. Which is, of course, a horse, of course. (laughs) (laughs) The fifth episode in the series, it drops two months later, okay? He's monologuing about death some more. Um, and he's accepted that I guess he didn't want to take this in the artistic direction that he planned. And he's like, well, Froggy and Whale can never come back. And I was like, well, what, what about the cliffhanger, man? What about the cliffhanger? I was waiting. I was, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm waiting yeah. for the fucking horse. You're leaving me hanging. I don't want to. Anyway. Okay. So he spends most of this episode talking about Ember and how he felt alone until he met her. And then he's like, I'm going to let Froggy and Whale go. And then he puts them in a box and then it says, like, it literally is like froggy and whale corpses, like 2008 to 2015, whatever. He goes, he pours gasoline on the box and sets the box on fire. Too young. Too young. Too soon, man. Too soon. Seven years uh, old. Okay, so he he sets the box on fire. <laughs> Okay, he's walking away sadly. He turns around to look and there's only ashes left. And this entire scene plays out scored by a heavy metal version of Let It Go from Frozen. And I think we all knew that. Yeah. There's just no other song to use, is there? No, that's it. I feel like Frozen came out yesterday. He's letting him go. I still think it's the ski lift that gets stuck movie. There's a there's a movie called Frozen that's not for children. Oh. And every yeah, time people movie. are like, let's watch Frozen. I'm like, this is a very bad idea. And they're like, what? Yeah, it's a fucked up movie. 
It's really good. And then though. all of a sudden there's sparkly blue dresses and snowmen. Nobody named Elsa. Hannah. Or Emma. But she is a blonde. I don't know. It got real confusing. <laughs> okay. So uh, he goes back in the house. Ember says, I'll always be there for you. And... Naturally. Yeah. So Randy's like, I'm ready now. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. So he pulls out a very obviously toy gun, shoots himself in the head. Oh. Tons of unnecessary blood spurting. Literally, it's like like a clip art of like a red hole, like on one side of his head, and then the other one is just like a <laughs> gif of like <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's laying on the floor. Anyway, I don't want to say it, but I feel like this is foreshadowing. Um, it is. I think that's also the point, but perhaps not. So the sixth episode wouldn't drop for a year. Okay, so we'll get into the sixth episode in a little while. I know the other one was a cliffhanger. And so that's why I decided to tell you about the fifth one first so that you're not on the edge of your seat. It was a major fucking disappointment. I'm mad. <laughs> Set. So during this time, he created a series called Amber's Ghost Squad. And so he originally planned for it to be a movie, but instead decided he wanted a staggered premiere to the story. So it was supposed to be a fully animated series about a squad formed by Ember after she died. The squad was created by recruiting outcasts, either after they died or while they were still alive, to build an army. Because the afterlife would be heading to war eventually and they wanted to be prepared. If a soul was recruited while they were still alive, the death would look accidental. New recruits would be given a number, a magical bracelet, and some squad literature. He had like a whole ass fucking like introducing like ghost squad 101 like literature. It was crazy. What year was this? 2015. The same year that uh, RIPD came out, ironically. Yeah, another movie that was seems to be copied now, I guess. Good. Really? Yeah. Movie with Ron Reynolds. Ron Reynolds and what's his uh, nuts? It's about it's about hiring people to in the afterlife police ghosts. It's basically men in black, but with dead Pete with ghosts. I was actually so impressed with this guy's creativity because I didn't know that this was a thing, and now I feel lied to. How am I supposed to cope with this in the middle of this episode? I can't just stop. Yeah. I can't go R. and take a minute. God damn it. God fucking. Fucking great movie. It's also got Kevin Bacon Kent. in it. Sorry. Sorry. Kent, I'm upset with you. Yeah. I don't know why you did this to me. Yeah, this Even this what wasn't What did original. I ever do to you, Kent? <laughs> <laughs> Ask you to hang out. And this is what we get. <clears throat> but I mean, I wouldn't have even thought of that, but that's true. That movie does sound a lot like this, which is funny because yeah, that movie still wasn't a that movie wasn't a home run. Like, did you like that one, Ken? Like, I loved it. Yeah, actually, yeah. I was like, I thought it was hilarious. Ryan Reynolds is hilarious, though. Like, it's hard to. It's Men in Black, but with ghosts. Yeah. That, that's all it is. Yeah. Isn't that called Ghostbusters? Uh, no. <laughs> in a way, yeah. I mean, it's basically so like it's Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, that's who it was. I couldn't think of who the other guy was. I like that guy. The dude. But Jeff Bridges is the ghost that died in the Old West, so he's like an old cowboy, and he's like a Texas Ranger yeah. in the afterlife. 
And then Ryan Reynolds is a modern day police officer in like LA and he gets shot and gunned down. And then they recruit him as ghosts in this like ghost police department. And then these ghosts are responsible for policing uh, spe- like poltergeists that get out of hand and do ghost stuff. I get the title now. Yeah. Rest in peace department. <laughs> that's, what it's, that's what it stands for. Rest in peace department. Rest in police yeah. department. Wait, what? Rest in peace department. Rest in peace department. Okay. Yeah, that's what really good movie I recommended. Apparently, Richard. Okay. No, it wasn't. It just wasn't my favorite. It was like Ryan Reynolds is awesome. That's why he, he makes me laugh and everything. So, and it's very textbook Ryan Reynolds humor yeah. in that movie, too. I like Deadpool. It's the same, it's the same relationship they have to those two, but that Will Smith and, and Tommy Lee Jones have in Men in Black, where Jeff Bridges is like the grumpy old veteran, you know, and then Ryan Reynolds is this new hip guy with the, the lethal weapon combo getting too old for this shit getting too yeah old that old trope <laughs> sorry i thought he was good as green lantern i liked green lantern i, don't, I didn't watch that one i didn't watch it either oh really i guess ken and i, I'm I can a have a fan. green light off yeah he, he doesn't he does a good job as green the lantern. problem is they made it too much for the nerds they didn't ease their way into green lantern they're like let's just make them in space with sinestro day one you're like okay weird has anyone seen star wars come on that's what they do they really tried to jam it in there didn't they but it was good the only thing i don't like is the original deadpool oh from uh wolverine origins mm. yeah they they took his mouth that's like i didn't like that no they took his mouth yeah, I pretend that it was just Wade Williams. Something happened to Wade Williams. I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't want it to be Deadpool. It's okay. I feel like Celeste wants to kill all four of no, us. No, but I will tell you this. If you're going to ruin my life with your fucking movie shit and you don't start a movie. <laughs> she's still upset. No, shut up. If you don't start a podcast, it's about movies. After doing this to me. <laughs> yeah, sorry, this guy didn't do that. <laughs> She will Walter White your ass. I'm sorry. Rest in peace department. Watch it. I'm going to. 2013. Back to Randy. Randy and peace department. Maybe you called it that. Randy and peace department. Randy and peace department. <laughs> <laughs> it always just makes me think of fucking Randy Macho Man Savage. Randy Bo Bandy and his cheeseburger eating gut. Like, that's all I think about is Trailer Park Boys, which is one of the greatest Canadian exports. I might be showing my age. You guys know who much oh, of sure. is. Oh, are you kidding me? Good. Yeah. yeah, I had Jake the Snake come up here. I, I booked Jake the Snake up where I was. Oh, and yeah. Jake the Snake was telling all sorts of Randy Savage stories. Like, he had a story where he says, Randy Savage went into the dressing room before there, you know, that match where he gets Randy Savage bitten by a snake and it was supposed to yes. like, it's only, yeah. So he goes in there before it's all scripted. Right. So he goes in there before he's like, you're going to get that snake to eat you or bite you first. I think you're trying to kill me. Like, and he was serious. So he made like Jake get bitten by the snake. So he could be oh like, yes, I'm not trying to kill you. This is what Vince McMahon wants you piece of shit. So he made them get, they both get like, and that wow. wasn't his character. That's how he was. Randy Savage was a legitimate nut. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he was absolutely. Out of his so this is wrestling. Yeah, yeah. WWF. Brett the yeah. Hitman Hart was my favorite. He was my. I loved him. And the Ultimate Warrior. I loved Sting. Sting was my favorite. Did you break Celeste Kent? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I wrote this script in a mindset, and now I have to read it in a different mindset. It's going to be the most difficult thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> 
so mad. Okay, so they're given the literature. All squad members are female ghosts, but male souls could become female ghosts in the afterlife, depending on their personalities. And this is why I think that Randy was suddenly transgender, was because in his mind, he was like, but I want to be with Amber in a way that isn't repulsive to me. And so I can be a lady if I die kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So each of them had uh, an established backstory um, about how and when they died, why they were selected. They had a list of traits and a list of pet peeves. And then, of course, because this is Ember, they all play music. The show has a website. It actually has a ton of information. Like he put a ton of thought into the project, into the characters. Um, It's fascinating to read. It's, it's in the description. So in total, there ended up being four public episodes, two scrapped episodes, and seven audio tapes, um, and then a partway animated finale episode. So one of the scrapped episodes was an introduction video, and then the other one was a video about the song that he used for the title sequence. And that song was um, from a local punk band called Send Request, and he had recorded the music video for this band. And the song's called The Comeback Song, and he really identified with it. Um, so go ahead, give that a listen um, if you want to know why. So once the audio tapes, why is why are you doing that, Tally? I don't want to listen to that. Uh, the Comeback Song? It's a good song. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm terrified. No, it's a good song. Really good song, actually. Totally early 2000s punk music. A good Charlotte. Yeah, Good Charlotte, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco. So once the audio tapes were being released uh, that detailed the backgrounds of the recruits, the show started getting some criticism. The content was disturbing. Andrew Blaze, which was Randy's ghost form, and this was a lady, by the way, <laughs> um, describes murdering the bullies who hurt him. Uh, Mackenzie West, these are, I'm naming characters in the show. Mackenzie West describes feeling like she was having hallucinations before being abducted, raped, killed, and cut into pieces by a stalker, which made her evil in death. Matilda Ramsey describes being buried alive and clawing for freedom before dying from suffocation. Um, Alex Grebhart describes, this is another dude who's a lady. Describes his girlfriend leaving him, wanting to kill her, and then dying in a car accident. I think on his way to kill her. There's one part in the tapes where he describes feeling the blood dripping into his eyes and not being able to stop it. Like, as his head was bleeding out. It was wild. And then Rachel Shadows, who orchestrated a mass school shooting after years of bullying and someone spray painting. Rachel Deep Throat's homeless child porn addicts for a living onto the side of the school Hmm. which is oddly wordy typically Mm. you know um vandals don't get so wordy but you know yeah you want to get in and out you don't want to make a whole paragraph you get caught that's like a two spray can job usually you just (laughs) it's it was a lot usually you just write like rachel sucks and not even sucks you just write sux like yeah no deep throating um okay is is this this is all him writing all these characters right like this is hilarious yeah like these are the characters that he created okay so dense yeah so in in the episodes like the voice in the voice tapes the voice acting was really intense and then obviously the writing was really disturbing 
Um, I will say this though. I actually thought it was a pretty good show. If it was an internet web series, I would have like hundred percent watched that shit. It was pretty good. He was actually very funny and I really like dark shit. So there you go. Yeah. If he had, if he had like actually improved his production quality and gotten like a cast of voice actors, like not all the ladies had dude voices for one thing. <laughs> it could have been a thing. Like I could see it have being a thing. Huh. That wasn't English, but you know what I'm saying? Usually this kind of shit is like trash too so i'm glad that you actually watch it and it's good like that's interesting you know what i mean somebody it was it was good hmm. i liked it i thought it was funny the shorts that he released specifically by the way like the final thing that was dumb so don't like let's look at that and be like why the fuck does she like this because it's not that the shorts specifically so the sixth and final episode on the pioneer productions channel dropped in 2016 while ember's ghost squad was in production um, it was a really short video. Uh, it had some audio from some of the, the tapes from Ember's Ghost Squad. It was sort of playing in the background. Randy's staring at himself in the mirror. He turns his gaze toward the camera. Um, he starts talking about like finding who you really are by losing yourself in nothingness. Some stuff about like fuck authority. People don't understand this. Outcasts will join the death squad, the ghost squad, whatever. And then he hints towards like committing suicide. Um, and anyway, that's the end of the channel. 2008, 2016, rip. So then he's he's now focusing exclusively on his Ember's Ghost Squad channel. And he would release several podcast style videos during production that covered a bunch of topics. Um, a video that was like reaching out to for people who were into animation and um, things like that to help him produce the show. Like, he'd been producing it up to that point, like, alone, more or less alone. He had, like, a couple of voice actors, but he wanted, like, more women to voice the female characters and then people to help with sound effects backgrounds, uh, wardrobes, things like that. Because in the first couple, like, they all look exactly like Ember, but their hair and, like, their shirts are different colors. That old, like, that's an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon trick where they would just, like, have, like, (laughs) the same three bears, but one would be, like, a little bit less brown than the last and they would be three different bears yeah and all have different colored bow ties on (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah. shortly after his 24th birthday in september of 2016 he released the third short um as i said the first two were scrapped so this is the first one that actually stayed up in december he dropped the fourth short and then some more weird things even weirder things started happening at the end of 2016 weirder yeah, weirder. Genuinely nervous right now. Just needs to hang out with friends. This guy needed friends. Like he's yeah. too much in his own fucking head, making weird shit. Like, just get a friend. There's someone. You have the internet, man. There's someone out there. Like I'm a brony too. Let's he did have back. friends. Okay. He did have friends. He had lots of them. Huh. Online friends. He had uh, like two really close friends in like actual real life. Random. Um. Anyway, so Randy. Randy made Twitter profiles for each of the characters on the ghost squad. And then he would spend hours having conversations between the accounts live on Twitter as though they were real people. Wow. It seems like a lot to just switch between Twitter profiles all the time like that, man. You must have, like, when did he squeeze in these friends? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) once again, Luca Magnata. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is exactly what Luca did, too, for sure. Made, like, 50 profiles. and Okay. 
At first I heard Tinder. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I date ghost I date profiles them. on Tinder. This is going to shock you, but at no point in this story is there ever any girlfriend relationship, anything what? with Randy and another human being. Shocker. Just I know it's surprising, but it will not come up. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. So it was at this time that Randy made an account on a forum dedicated to discussing the Columbine massacre. The first thing that he did was post a link to a video that recreated the lost tapes of the shooters. He, and then he would just post about other things. Most frequently he would talk about how awesome it would be to listen to the actual tapes, um, as well as reading the journals. He would post a lot about the journals. Um, He was obsessed with the library part of the shooting. Um, So obsessed that in one of his videos, he actually said that he could no longer go to a library or see a library without like getting excited about the idea of shooting it up. Mm. Yeah. Why why do these people, why does anybody look up to these two little assholes? They're pieces of trash. They weren't even, they were the bullies. They were the assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think love could have stopped that. How was this guy not throwing up any red flags to anybody? This is where I'm at now earlier when you said that even his parents it shouldn't just be red flags this is fireworks at this point like like fucking flares flares (laughs) yeah yeah i'd be like so hey randy how you you're not thinking about shooting up a place are you okay i'm just asking just asking nice uh nice nice trench coat you got there buddy you got any guns no you're good no mafia all right we're good good i've been good to you randy Forget that. I mean, this is like one of the <laughs> things that says like you should go to the ER, like versus like when should you go to the clinic? Blah blah blah. When should you go to the ER? Thoughts of harming self or others is right on there. Yeah. It's right on there. <sighs> poor, poor Randy. I'm looking up to the wrong ah, people. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Feel bad for this fucking asshole fucking randy this is so complex <laughs> it is a very very complex tale <laughs> we'll get into his parents and stuff a little bit um this was like like nobody would know that he's part of like a call in mind forum for example so but to your point kent that's really that's really like why i thought this episode would be good for the show was because yeah red flags a lot of them like, I feel like even Dylan Klebold's mom would have saw those coming. Like, <laughs> he overlooked a lot of shit. They're making bombs <laughs> in the basement. She didn't even know. <laughs> okay, so um, most of his posts on the forum were just like spewing hatred about humanity in general and like rambling about like the things that he might do. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be sorry. February 9th, he dropped a new episode of Ember's Ghost Squad. And then this video was dedicated to interest to introducing the girlfriend of his cartoon alter ego so this is andrew blaze's girlfriend mackenzie west she is the one who was um stalked abducted raped murdered etc uh and so then this animation is her talking about what happened to her talking about how she thought she was having hallucinations because she was seeing things and hearing things and thought there were things outside her window but it was to stalk her the whole time and she's standing outside her casket sitting next to her grave crying on andrew's shoulder 
kind of thing. And like I said, like, this was good. Like, this was actually really well done. I really felt when I was watching this. Sorry. Anyways, okay, so December the 27th, 2016, he records a 90-minute video where he discusses the suicidal and homicidal thoughts that he'd been having. Um, He talks about Ember's Ghost Squad, um, and then he starts talking about how two of the characters, and that was Rachel Shadows and Andrew Blaze, his character, um, had orchestrated and committed a school shooting. And so then he talks about how he would like to go back to his old community college, blow up buildings, tie people up, slit their throats. It would be amazing. He addresses that a lot of the ghosts have dude voices, particularly Andrew Blaze. Um, and then he, he really wants the people to know that he's not gay. I'm not gay. Anybody that does that too, super gay. definitely gay. If you're really worried about whether people think you're gay or not, definitely gay. Yeah, he says that he Tiger would King's hate husband. hate his life if he was gay. This is from the from the video. He says, "I would hate my life if I was gay. Um, I don't like gay men. Lesbians are all right. Oh. Actually, I hate all men. I'm a girl. I hate all my friends, particularly the lead singer of the punk band whose song he used in the show. Especially that guy. Fuck that guy, especially." For some reason, this, this sounds like this sounds like a lot of daddy issues. Like this is what it sounds like. My dad says fag all the time, and I don't want to be like that guy. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in trouble from him. Like that's what that screams. Like why else would you care about gay people? Like that's a taught thing. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say he was probably taught double standards yeah, like, constantly, and he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't believe in them. Doesn't want to follow him. I don't think you go and just say like I hate gay men or whatever. I hate all men. That's the weird taught thing. It's weird. It's not nobody cares until someone has to tell you you have to care about that for some reason, you know? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. There was issues with his dad that we'll get into, but at the same time it's like this sort of developed. This all kind of just sort of hit all at one time. Like the the guy that played Fred was gay. Yeah, I guess so. Love that guy. And that was one of his inspirers yeah so i mean i don't i don't know anyway yeah february 9th oh uh this video this was the first one of his manifesto basically this was the first one that he recorded and didn't release so december 27th 2016 that was when the first video happened so the next video that he recorded which would be the second one in the final sort of manifesto um he, re- he recorded it in March and it's him ranting about how he's not the kind of person that can have a career. So he said that the job that he had, the degree that he got, he did all of that because his dad would, quote, beat his ass into oblivion if he had dropped out or quit. Shocking. I don't know about that. Like, there really is no evidence that his father was ever physically abusive towards him. Probably should have been. <laughs> should have whooped his ass. <laughs> oh, I difference. We'll get into his dad a little bit, but I will, like I don't I don't think that his dad was an abusive guy. I think that his dad just was like, you're in your 20s, you're living under my roof. Fucking whales. You're worrying your mother by being a freak. Like just get get a job or something so that I can actually like feel like you're okay you know like wear the bra on the inside of your shirt just see him in like 
cargo shorts and a just a dude shirt going to the fridge in high heels. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Wobbly ass ankles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my ankles are okay. Oh, hey, Dad. <laughs> just making hot pockets. Mention the ankles, mention the ankles, mention the ankles. No, God damn it. And I like to imagine his dad was like super masculine and blue collar. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Can I beat him yet, so Linda? Can I beat him yet, Linda? So it's like, which is worse, him wearing women's clothes or being 23 and still living in their basement? I think it's because he was so wobbly on the heels. He should have better balance than that. That's, And you just shouldn't eat that many Hot Pockets, too. That's, I mean, I think we can all agree that if we had an adult child that was 22 years old, we would be very disappointed in this kid. I'd be di- more disappointed with myself. Like, how did I not prepare them? How did I not do what I was supposed to do? And there's just, still- I was just telling him I'm sorry. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I have a kid that's that age and she lives out of home and is studying law and works full time. So. So you actually have something to be proud about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've exactly. been monitoring her YouTube uploads. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably have a look. <laughs> we can easily cut journals open. <laughs> this dude, you know, this dude's making money and he had money. Like, I, like he had quite a bit of money and a good savings too. So he obviously was good with his money too. He made money doing YouTube. Um, and whether or not what he put on YouTube was stupid, you know, like I can't sit here and say like, I'd be so disappointed in the kid. This is me. Okay. This is what I'm doing currently with my life, except he is much better at it. So no, I wouldn't like, I would be proud of him. He's successful doing something that he likes doing and cares about. Maybe his parents were just like those people that were like, you know, in the forties and fifties when people would be like, I'm going to be a jazz musician or I'm going to play the violin or I'm going to be a rock star. And they would be like, don't be stupid. Go to college. You need to be a he doctor. Did. You know, that's the other thing too, is he actually had a degree. He went to college, even though he oh, was making money off okay. YouTube and stuff. He went to college. He was working part-time at the grocery store the whole time. Like he was doing like everything that right. his parents would have wanted him to do. I don't, like, I don't yeah. understand this entire situation, to be honest. Honestly, I think that they just kind of didn't like him and wanted him out of the house, but. He wasn't being a freeloader. No, I think they just didn't want him. I think they wanted an empty nest. They were like, we wanted, when you were this age, we were supposed to like, we were supposed to be able to have sex in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my house. His dad was supposed to be able to walk to the fridge in high heels to get a beer. Well, we can agree he's creepy. I. I yeah, oh hell yeah. There's no doubt yeah. in my mind. It's a total strategy. It is. It is something parents actually do where it's just like demand more and more and more out of them. And then they'll just want to leave because even though you don't give a fuck what they actually do, they will fuck off because they don't want to live under your rules anymore. Like think about it from my parents' generation perspective or whatever his generation. There you when you were like 18, you wanted to leave. Like it's probably confusing to them. Like, why the fuck does he still want to be here? He makes enough money. Yeah. Makes enough yeah. money. Get the fuck out of here. You know, what, what's the want for this? So it would be frustrating. I don't, maybe not disappointing, but it'd be like, you have money, you have a degree, go start your life. Stop being in the basement. You creepy weirdo. Me and your mom are wanting to use that dining room table. Yeah, exactly. You're making it real hard. That's going to be my study. 
Me and your mama is getting a sex swing and we're putting it in your room. Get out. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> so here's actually what he had to say about that. He said in this video that like his parents putting these conditions on him. Um, he was like, it's, it's outrageous. He had this idea of like, it's, it's my house. Where else would I live? He had, he had justified all of this in his head. Like there, there was a reason behind this. You know what I'm saying? It is trauma bonded. Is that to his folks? Yeah. He was close ish with his mom, um, and his brother actually, but not his dad at all. I like to imagine his dad being like Hank Hill. Pajama Bobby. In this same video, he, yeah, okay. So he rips into Damien, aka Make Me Bad 35, on this video for being indiscriminate with his friendship. It offended him that, like, this guy's friends with everybody. So his friendship with me means nothing. Okay. Talks about work. He talked about in this video, he opened up a little bit about the friend of his from college that died in the car accident. Uh, he said he was a really nice guy. Um, they had like a bunch of really good memories together. He talked about like something really funny that happened in college. And it was the story he told was basically like they were in studio production class. He's writing swear words on the teleprompter. The college professor comes in and he has to wipe it all off the screen. But the college professor, it was just such a normal story, like exactly the kind of shit you get up to in college. Uh, it was weird hearing it from this guy who says nothing but like nonsense. But you know, realistically, if he hadn't died, Randy would have hated him too. That's kind of what he does. So he says that the death was the thing that made him broken. Not like it broke me emotionally, but like this is the thing that like made me a broken human being, like defective. Um, and then he starts listing off people in his life, like one by one, saying he wants to kill him. Uh, he talks about work at the supermarket. And then... <laughs> He says, if you work in retail, you're a fucking worthless faggot. Like somehow working in retail, him working in retail doesn't mean he worked in retail. You know what I mean? Working in retail is a state of mind. Of course it is. Okay. This guy is classy. To each their own, right? Yeah. Um, He also talks about Columbine a whole bunch. Mm. Um, not exactly in these words, but he basically says that he had the same reaction to reading about Columbine the first time that he had when he heard Ember's song for the first time. Ew. Yeah. So just like the, the obsession that I described to you with Ember, that is how he felt about Columbine as well. And that should have been the LRAD red flag that just deafens everyone and everyone's sitting there wondering yeah nobody saw this this was all part of the manifesto that he kept on a server we'll get into that too so he says eric is a huge inspiration he eric is the one that made him want to get a pump action mossberg 500 shotgun that he intends to name Mackenzie, which is the name of his cartoon version's girlfriend why do my parents want me to move out? I don't understand. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, everything that he said about Eric Harris, and then he says, quote, no homo, but I fucking love Eric Harris. What is the with the no homo? Come on. It's the first thing I thought. You want to fuck him, don't you? No, no, nobody thought that. There is a whole list of people that he hates. I actually have it in here. It's a list. Of all the people that he hates, like the types of people that he hates, that's just another copy of Columbine. Because Columbine, they did the same thing. Like they made a list. 
it just seems like he took this at some point this hard homophobic stance out of nowhere seemingly like it seems like at one point he was like trans and and whatever and, and all this stuff and then out of the blue he just be, suddenly becomes super homophobic like for no reason out of nowhere it's overcompensating for understanding himself a little bit better is my opinion he's like it's overcompensating him loving a 2d character yeah that was a joke oh <laughs> okay i was like what does she seriously know she's seriously now uh i think that it's just burrowing further back into the closet like <laughs> yeah it's usually what what happens with guys when they're you know they're they're terrified of being found out they become so they swing so far in the opposite direction that they're just so incredibly homophobic and just hate anything and everything to do with gay yeah and i think this is one of the most obvious examples of that ever yeah maybe. Mm-hmm. yeah maybe um he records another video in march and he claimed that this video would be the last time that he recorded his physical self because his physical self was not who he was he was actually andrew blaze cartoon ghost lady mm. um of yeah. course. This was a lie. He made a bunch more videos. Classic. But yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Tell as old as Tom. Here's a here's a thinker for you guys. What I don't understand. Okay, so his entire animation thing is in the style of Danny Phantom. Okay. So what I don't understand is if his drawings were just stylized drawings like in this because he pictured himself dying and then going into this is what he thought the afterlife was ember's ghost squad he believed he was going to die and then he would rejoin the ghost squad after he died um did he Uh picture like actual human beings that looked like these characters and he just drew them this way or was the afterlife animated in the style of danny phantom oh Good question. Interesting. Like, was he so implanted into the cartoon that that's his euphoria? Maybe that's that's what I'm curious about. Cause, like, is he actually picturing human beings, like being with human beings? Mm. Because I haven't really mentioned this yet too much, but uh, Mackenzie West was the girlfriend of Andrew Blaze. Uh, mm. He was. She was also the girlfriend of Randy. Randy called her his actual girlfriend oh okay but not for realsies like for realsies he believed that they were like connected in some past life and she's just on the other side of the spiritual plane waiting for him but they are in a relationship they're in love right 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 so but so his ghost his ghost self is with her in the ghostly realm but yeah. his body, his human self is still in a relationship with her as well. I think the cartoon series was like a prediction of what would oh. happen once he died. Oh. This just keeps getting creepier. It's weird, but I just, I just want to know, is he picturing an actual human being when he's getting a boner thinking about her fine bod and those, that pretty hair, is he picturing a human being or is it actually a cartoon? Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, I don't want to do this again, but this is also the plot to the 1989 movie uh, Cool World with Brad Pitt. Kent, get the fuck out. A new one, Cool World, (laughs) not Cool Runnings. Okay, no, this one where Brad Brad Pitt's got the super. Yeah, it looks like a 50s pinup dude. Yeah, 
he dies he goes to the well there's an artist he dies he goes to the uh, cool world with this with this animated girl that he fantasizes about and he can finally be with her i'm sorry picturing brad pitt as as this randy here is just as randy. yeah it was <laughs> phenomenal in my brain <laughs> you're ruining my life me no kent sorry um yeah in that video he's uh same video he advises people who are planning to commit a massacre not to post about it in advance because it'll ruin their lives before they're ready to have their lives ruined in this same video he gets really pissed at his parents yet again because apparently his parents tried to set him up with a young lady who was a kid of one of their friends they were at a wedding um this girl is uh also into making videos and like nerdy stuff like that and he was like furious that his parents would even suggest having a conversation with this girl who seemed really compatible the oh audacity gosh. an actual flesh and blood human how dare they expect <laughs> him to speak one of those i cannot stress how pissed off he was like i'm not like he wasn't like sitting there like he was actually like raving he was in- inappropriately level of infuriated by this I would never cheat on my ghost girlfriend. Never. Doesn't exist. She's 2D on a popsicle stick. Don't you see I'm dating someone? It's like, no, that's supposed to. Took me three hours to finish the shading on her upper lip. Oh, I almost choked (laughs) on my own spit. People. Kent, making me laugh. God damn it. I always think it's funny when people are like, I choked on my own spit. I'm like, who else's spit would you be choking on? Yeah, that's a good point. I've never choked on anybody else's spit. It could have been a little bit of remnants of wine. I don't know. What yeah, is but why don't you just say I choked on spit? Why does it have to be my own? Don't you don't need to qualify the spit? I've never in my life said like I choked on Larry's spit. I goddamn conformed. <laughs> <laughs> like you take a drink of like your fucking McDonald's Coke, right? And you're like, uh, I choked on the fucking drive-through guy's spit. Like, okay, that's probably happened. Yeah, but <laughs> you assume. I, okay. I can neither confirm nor deny that that happens in McDonald's drive-thrus. Oh, I guarantee it does. I'm sorry, but any a Big Mac is always good. I don't care. I would knowingly eat a spit Big Mac. I would knowingly eat a McNutt. It's I don't care. Yeah. Give me my McDonald's. Eat a what? You would eat a what? Yeah, I said McNutt's name sounds like what the package of like mayonnaise you get at McDonald's. <laughs> That's what I compared yeah. them to. <laughs> Get a package of McNutt. Yeah, yeah, because Celeste starts the story with Ronald McNutt, and we all kind of just stop. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Head on over to our Facebook and Instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical. Just search Unethical Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon, where you can get access to all of our super awesome content, uncut videos of our discussions, and early release of all the episodes. We are adding fun stuff all the time, so you should definitely come and check it out. Thanks again. We appreciate all of you. Gotta catch them all.